Hi, everyone. Dr. Tim here with Hillary for another session of Dr. Tim's Aquatics Podcast. How are you doing, Hillary? I am doing good. Doing good. Now, we uh, we were at uh, Super Zoo last weekend, heading to Macna in a couple of days. At Super Zoo, we introduced a lot of new products that we're going to be showing at Macna with our sister brand, ASF. Yes, I'm super excited. We got to do a live stream while we were at SuperZoo with you and Toma, and it was fabulous. Like it, it one, it was just so much fun, but it was really cool to talk about all of the new products. So I think we're going to go over and talk about all of the new products that you can expect to see. I think later this year, and maybe some of them you'll be able to see at Macna and potentially at Reefapalooza Dallas. Yep, yep. Uh, you'll be able to see them, and some we have in stock. Others have shipped from the factory in Italy. These products, uh, almost all of them, are designed and made in Italy. Not designed in Italy and made somewhere else, but designed in Italy and made at the factory in Italy. You have videos. You've actually gotten to go to where they're being made, and you've gotten to see them being made. Yep. Pretty cool. And I apologize that uh, Tomas not here in his French accent, which everybody seemed to <laughs> like on the live feed. You're just going to get good old native California born Dr. Tim. You don't want to hear my French accent. So, anyways, so as I mentioned, we, uh, well, uh, ASF is owned by Aquarium Systems France. And um, they also own Reptile Systems, and we've partnered with them for a couple of years now. We started this right before COVID hit, and of course, that shut down everything. And so the launch of these products has been delayed uh, a couple of years, but they are here now. Maybe we can post some of the videos um, later on. But what we are doing is we are... Um, making for the U.S. market first five different models of DC pump. So this is the NJ DC pump. It comes in 570, 1200, 1600, 2400, and 3200 gallons per hour rating. So there's five models. And because it's DC... That means that you can control the flow. So the 3,200, that's the maximum it can do, but you can slow it down with the controller and the controller has 12 set points on it. So you can you know, really dial in the flow that you want. You, want. you do want to be careful. You don't want to overpower your system by saying, oh, I'll get the big pump and then put it on a small system. And we'll have rating guides for all these, but you've got maximum flexibility. They, the, the big difference is that most DC pumps are two-pole. So they make noise and they're, you know, quietness is the hallmark. That's what everybody wants and complains about with pumps is that they make a lot of noise. Well, our technology is such that these pumps have six poles and that means you get a smoother rotation 
of the magnetic impeller inside or the magnet that controls the impeller um, inside the pump. And so it's much, much quieter. Also, on the controller, there's another button and it's a feed timer. So what you can do is press that button and the pump is going to stop for five minutes. It's preset. It's five minutes uh, for feeding. So that way you can stop the water flow, which then doesn't uh, take all the food over the overflow or out the drain, giving the fish and the corals and organisms time to eat. If you want to start the pump up sooner, you just press the button again and it knows what the last setting was. So it'll go right back to the setting that you had it or don't do anything. Five minutes, it switches back on to that setting. Okay. Now just going to throw this out there. If you are listening to this and you are new to the hobby, you might not be familiar with the feed buttons. So there's a couple of benefits for that, especially if you are feeding some of the slower moving fish or even some of those corals and stuff, hitting that feed button kind of stops everything, gives that food a second to uh, make its way down in the water column for everybody that's trying to eat it. And for corals too, especially, and this kind of plays in as well with um, like wave makers and powerheads and stuff. Um, by pausing it, it allows them to get some of that food and start to eat it before it kind of gets pushed along in the water column. So that's the importance of having that button. Right. It doesn't get, the food doesn't just get washed over, you know, the overflow or in through the uptakes systems and then gets trapped in your uh, sump filter and you're basically wasted the food and you're polluting your tank. And making more work for yourself. <laughs> yes. You know, used to be you'd shut the pump off and feed. And then if you got distracted, you would not remember to uh, turn the pump on. Yeah. Now, and um, so we say DC, that's direct current. And so there's a, okay, I'm not an electronics person, Hillary, but there's something in most pumps are AC. Our electrical current that we get is AC. It's alternating current. And the problem with that is that if you try to slow that pump down by manipulating it or uh, using a ball valve or something, you're just going to generate a lot of heat. With a DC pump, because it takes the AC current coming out of the wall, converts it to DC, you can slow the, the magnet, the... the, the, the um, how should I describe this? There's a coil. If you had physics, you probably made one of these, you know, and, and there's a coil and there's the, uh, you, you electrify the coil, the electrons go around this coil, creating a magnetic field. And when you have this impeller, it has a magnet on it and the magnet then spins, which spins the impeller by changing the amount of direct current that you're giving that coil you're changing the speed at which the electrons flow, which changes the speed at which the magnet spins, which changes the speed at which the impeller turns, which means less gallons or more gallons per hour. How's that for a rabbit hole this early? In the <laughs> <laughs> like, do we have a visual for this? We need a visual. 
we, we really need, do. Yeah, but that's beyond uh, my capabilities. I don't know if they. There's got to be someone that can do that. But yes, we we should have I'm a sure little video. Yeah, a video about what's the difference between AC and DC. But it's a it's a way to control your pump flow without generating heat because you really don't want to restrict the outflow of an AC pump. And you if you 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 can, but you're going to generate heat, and you definitely don't want to restrict the inflow of an AC pump or any pump really because that just messes them up. So. That's the prime difference. Um, I think I've covered everything on that. Five models, 12 steps, feed button, a lot quieter performance. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, they operate in two ways. They can be submersed in the sump, so you can put them underwater, or you can hard plumb them and you know to the outside through a bulkhead fitting, so they don't have to be uh, in the sump. you So you've got a submerged or non-submerged capabilities. And they come with standard, you know, this um, progressively smaller uh, outflow. So depending on the size uh, tubing you have, you know, one inch, one and a half, two inch flexible tubing, it'll fit onto the outflow. So it's very nice, looks really good, quiet. We're excited about this one. Absolutely. Now I've got a question for you. So one issue that I typically have in my tanks, well, not so much now, but when I lived in Vegas and we had a lot of evaporation, my water level would get low. Are there any sort of water sensors on these things that kind of slow the pump down or will turn it down or pause it if the water level gets too low? There's more of a, a heat sensor if mm -hmm. it's, if that it will know and it'll, it'll, um, it's called thermal protection. So if it starts running too hot, because the water is what is used to cool these, then it'll shut itself off and wait until basically um, the water level's up higher and it can, it can run cooler. But it doesn't have an alarm function on this one or, or a, a water sensor function. All right, next up is uh, wave makers. And we have... Two right now, 280 and 530 gallons. And the great feature about these, there's a couple of them. One is the size. They are much more compact, much smaller than anything else out on the market, but just as powerful. And they, they look really good with the Italian design. And then secondly is the power consumption. And you saw that, Hillary. We and we'll have this set up at uh, Macna this weekend. We'll have some of the old styles running right next to the new ones, right from the factory, and we have them on these meters, so you can see what the wattage is. And I think uh, for the two eighty, it runs at like one point eight watts, and the old style was three point eight or three point nine. It's like a fifty percent electrical savings. Um, which starts to add up when you use, you know, you use a lot of pumps and electricity is expensive and why be wasteful? Plus it adds heat. So it's a very compact design, powerful, but it doesn't, it, it consumes basically a lot less electricity. Yep. And I will say if you can't make it to Macna, 
um, go to our Facebook page, go to our Instagram page, because I have a video of this up there for you guys to see. We posted a video before the show started and asked what people thought was going on. And then we posted a follow-up video so you can see it in all its detail. Oh, we owe somebody some swag, right? Oh, you're right. We do owe somebody some swag. All right. I'm going to make a note right now. Make a note, send us who the winner is, and we'll send them. I know those coffee cups because they're a limited. They're truly a limited edition. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we're doing those again. No super pop. Oh, I don't have my coffee mug today. Oh, my gosh. We're recording later in the day than we usually do. Usually we record in the morning. So I always like, if I know it's a podcast day, I always have my podcast mug. Okay. Well, everybody gets an excuse today. It's a holiday. Uh, Anyways, um, but send us that winner. We'll get that sent off. We will, uh, I'll try to do a live pod or a live stream. We'll do something from Macna when we get everything set up to show everybody again. Yep. That's a good idea. Yeah. But you can really see the difference in there. They're pretty cool. And again, those are made. They're uh, coming over. We, when I say this, we should have everything, not everything. We'll have the pumps uh, probably October 1st. We'll make a big announcement uh, on the site and uh, we'll do some, some contest or something hillary you can come up with to give some away oh like yay that. yeah so we'll have some oh. samples and you know i i think you mentioned this when you were talking about them that their size but honestly go look at the videos or come to the show and like look at them in person because their footprint it's incredible like they take up so little space and again the internal electronics is different with these and they are really quiet and what's really cool, I think uh, Tomaki went really down the rabbit hole in that one video, is the impeller design was designed by AI, just like a huge propeller on a, a ship or something. You know, you, you most powerhead you know, pumps for this industry, the impellers are designed almost by history and art, you know, experience. But this one was actually computer designed where the thickness is different as you go down the blades and the turning. And, and it just looks really cool. And uh, uh, Toma explained that really well in the live stream, which is somewhere on the internet, right, Hillary? Yes. It's on our Instagram page. You should be able to go. It's probably within like the last two weeks worth of posts, but if you want to find it, send me a message and I will uh, send you a direct link to it. Yeah. And I've actually, I got, I tried to get some photos of the impellers because it is really cool. Like it's, it's hard to tell in the photos, but when you look at it, you can actually see what he's talking about. And it's really very impressive. So yeah, there's, there's a lot to go in uh, to the design of this internally to make it quiet, to make it give us the flow rate, but also save electricity. So those are those are going to be very nice, and then we had so those are the DC pumps and the wave makers, and next are the NJMX um, pumps. These are compact, uh, basically utility pumps for anything. There's three models. There's the 210 gallon, 260 gallon, and then the pro 
which uh, Hillary helped me out here. I think it was 380 gallon for the pro. And again, these are, they, they resemble standard, you know, MX or maxi jet pumps, but they're a much more modern um, take on it with, of course, the internal design that we've been talking about with the multipole. So it's super, super quiet AI, you know, designed in impeller so that they're powerful. And then electrical consumption is just a big savings. Um, so quiet saves money and smaller. And these pumps, you know, to move water around, to stir, to mix up salt, just kind of uh, for anything. They're really a, a bulletproof and can be used in a lot of lot of different uh, ways throughout your reef and your sump and mixing water and things like that. Yes. Actually, I think Tama described it as like, this is the one pump that like everybody should have in their fish closet or their fish room. Just even if you don't need it right now, it's something that you should have. Like I use mine on a regular basis for mixing salt, but like what happens if, I don't know, you need to set up a temporary tank. Well, you've got something that will work. So there's right now coming in the next couple of months, 10, 10 new electrical pumps. And then, well, we've got salt. ASF has been mixing, ma making salt for 50 plus years, 50, 50 or so years in France. It is a mined product, so it's very pure. The factory is incredibly clean and engineered so well. Um, it's unbelievable. And one of the key things about this salt is salt is depending five or six little, maybe a couple more different uh, chemical compounds, obviously sodium chloride and things. And they come in with different particle sizes. And what happens when you mix that up and then put it in the bag or the bucket, when that bag or bucket is shipped and all that shaking goes on, it separates and just like the old thing. If you put, you know, different size marbles or, you know, in a, in a jar and shake it, you're going to get them separated out. And this is what happens in salt and some, some poor quality brands. You can see that. And that, and when you just take off the top, what you're mixing, isn't going to be to the same chemical um, composition at when you take off the top versus the middle or the bottom. What ASF does is they pre-treat all the chemicals that come in with a industrial, you know, with a special grinder, special instrument or piece of equipment that it grinds everything to the same size. So all the particles are uniform. Then they do the blending of the salt. So you don't get separation during shipment. So it's a very pure product, consistent size, consistently mixes up. Um, and, I, you know, some people want to look at salt quality as how fast it can dissolve, but there's an issue with that. The chemicals that are hardest to dissolve or the calcium and the magnesium compared to sodium chloride. I mean, so sodium chloride dissolves very quickly in water. 
but the calcium and magnesium compounds don't. So if the only thing you're basing quality on is how fast something mixes, you know, dissolves to a clear, well, as a manufacturer, you could just put in less calcium and less magnesium. You're not going to hit the target that the industry, you know, the industry standard, but it'll mix clear quickly. But that's kind of, that's a false quality. You, this salt, our salt mixes to standard calcium and magnesium levels. Does it take a little longer? We're talking a minute or two. We're not talking like hours or anything like that. So beware of a salt, you know, salts that claim that they, they're the fastest mixing to clear. You got to compare apples to apples. What salinity are they mixing to? And then what is the end point on the calcium and the magnesium and the rest of the chemical constituents that you're buying the salt for. But um, this, this salt is really, really high quality and from the chemicals to the manufacturing. And you can't see, but check out the video Hillary was talking about because we have a really cool bucket. Everybody likes the bucket, don't they, Hillary? Oh yeah, the bucket is awesome. Like no banging your legs <laughs> with a so, with a five gallon bucket. So standard five gallon bucket is round, you know, and you're carrying that, and it hits your knee and your shin and everything like that. This bucket is for half moon shaped. I think would be yeah, the, yeah. It's half moon shaped, so it's flat on one side, the side that you you know would carry next to your leg and then it's got the you know half of the oval out it still has the right amount of salt to mix up same volume as the rest but it's much easier to carry and it has a nice front panel where you can get a lot of information and it looks pretty cool and it, you know it stacks and they're durable so you'll be able to use them for lots of different things but um it's pretty cool looking and uh, and it has some utility to it too yep I'm, I got I got to admit, I am really excited for the salt. We had it um, at Global. We talked about it, I think, for the first time. And it, it's exciting that it's almost here. And I really can't wait to use it. Yeah, just some, uh, you, you just can't believe how hard it is to get plastic still. So there's, there's a little bit of supply chain that's going to be delayed a little bit. Uh, we'll have the pumps and some other things first. But the salt will be here this year. I just am not going to say October. That's I don't think we're going to make it for the bucket for the bags. Cause we'll also have bags, 150 gallon box uh, with three bags, 200 gallon with four, and then some smaller. So we will have bagged salt, but the bucket's going to take a little bit, a little bit longer but we're working on it. So it'll come in a variety of ways, depending on what your, uh, you know, how you like to buy your salt and it'll be price competitive. And uh, like I say, just definitely a, a higher quality uh, salt. Now, something that we uh, showed, oh, let's talk, I'll, I'm going to hold that one because that you can buy now. But uh, next, which I'm pretty excited about are the reef shots. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's talk about those. And they're not so, like shots, 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 shots. No, no, not, not quite like that. <laughs> Please, please don't take shots of these. Yeah, don't. Um, but, you know, with the calcium, magnesium, um, vitamins, amino acids, it 
you get these bottles and if you only, if you have a small system or some of these you don't use that often they kind of go bad especially the biologicals the bacteria the amino acids things like that they don't last forever in that bottle so what we've done in in this is manufactured in France like the salt so the salt the electricals in Italy at uh, the ASF factory there the salt and the reef shots are manufactured in France at the factory there. And these are small um, uh, made um, how we, vials. They're basically plastic vials. The plastic yeah. they use is made from recycled plastic. It's 100% um, recyclable plastic. You guys visual, if you've ever had to take eye drops, not like the dropper bottles, but the individual ones, um, you kind of like tear off and you twist the top off. That's about what these things look like, just a little bit larger in size. Yeah, there's no glass to snap or anything like that. You just twist off the little tip and you can actually put, there's a silicone tip that goes on that, that you can then dispense the drops if you want to do drop. So I should have been prepared, but each, each um, vial is 20 mils and there's 24 shots per box, which is 480 mils, which is 16 ounces. So it's equivalent to a 16 ounce bottle, but it comes doled out in 24 aliquots and there'll be a ink stamped on there. Each vial how much you're adding. So it'll say, for example, this can, this contains 275 milligrams of calcium. There'll be an app and you go in there and you put my tank is a hundred gallons. My calcium level is 350 and I want to get to 400. It'll tell you how many vials to add to get there. So it'll, it'll do the math for you. Um, and then you don't have to to mix anything, waste anything. Um, they're very easy to use. If you're use if you have a small, you know, nano reef in these smaller systems, you can open up the vial and you can put on the silicone tip and you can drip it in. But you've only opened up twenty mils. You haven't opened up the four hundred and eighty or sixteen ounce bottle. Yes, that is so nice. I can't tell you. So I, like most of the tanks that I've had in like the recent years have been smaller tanks. So I've had bottles of products that I've had for years and they probably aren't good because they've been open for so long. Right. And they've been opened and, uh, you know, it, it gets contaminated in your fingertips and just things in there. So they, they definitely um, do get contaminated. And for the, the reef sh shots, we've got uh, calcium, strontium, magnesium, iodine, and then uh, trace elements we call reef elements. So, um, coralline booster to help you know boost your coralline algae growth. Vitamins I mean vitamins. You don't you know you don't want to keep on opening and closing the bottle and things like that. So these are really nice. And then a uh, reef bacteria food. You know people want to feed copepods and stuff like that, which is fine. But the reality is, is that corals are constantly consuming bacteria because they're filtering the water and the water full of bacteria, except in our coral reef tanks, because what, you know, we want this gin clear water. So unintentionally we're 
robbing the corals of their food by using roller mats and UV and uh, protein skimmers. They're great at removing bacteria. So this, this, you can put a shot in there, you know, every couple of days to get the bacteria population up and, and your corals will look much, much better this way. Yes. Always a good thing. Yeah. And like I said, they're, re they're recyclable, um, made of recycled plastic. So there's a lot less waste. What I didn't realize um, is like blister packs are going to be banned in Europe in a couple of years. I mean, they're oh, really, wow. yeah, you know, they're really going down that path of, of conserve and reduce. I mean, think some of the things we buy and you throw all this package, you use it once and you just throw it all away. It's, it is wasteful. <laughs> it is. Don't, don't even get me started on that. That's one of my big pet peeves. I feel like, you know, for people to keep miniature ocean ecosystems in their homes, like you think about all the plastic, like even just buying a fish, like just the bags that the fish comes in. I'm not going to continue down the rabbit hole, but yes. Yeah. Well, we, 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 are trying to make as conscious as an effort to, to use recycled products. Like the gels are uh, made of recycled plastic. They're the gels itself are hundred percent natural and you, they can be recycled. So we're trying um, and, and industries are trying it's, it's more and more expensive, but Europe is basically mandating that because once you get volumes, I mean, if you look at, you know, some of the soft drink companies where they're using more and more recycled plastic in their bottles, then it becomes cheaper for all of us. I mean, the, the amount of plastics the aquarium industry buys is probably a couple of days worth of what the soft drink industry buys. Realistically. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're a, we're a, not even a road blimp, so, <laughs> but we're working on it. And we're conscious because we should, we should be, and we can all do our part for that. So. Um, but these are going to be quite exciting, easy to use, and uh, we'll help you measure that out. Now, we haven't forgot, you know, these are these are great um, products. They're also going to come in 32-ounce bottles uh, with the cap so you can put it on your uh, dosing pump you know, on these if you want to. And then some of the uh, more products that are used in larger quantities for bigger tanks like calcium and magnesium, and then a alkalinity pH booster, those will come as powders in probably a, a one kilo um, container along with some reef elements. So it'll come in a variety of ways, depending on, you know, if you've got a 500 gallon tank and there are more and more people, uh, large, large reef tanks are very, very popular. Uh, Ripping open a bunch of these reef shots, we know that's going to be impractical. So we've got you covered there too. I like it. You got you covered all across the board, no matter yeah. what size tank you have. Right. Well, we try to make, you know, as as our tagline says, success at every level. So, you know, we're trying to cover the beginner to the expert, this person has the small tank, the person has the big tank. I mean, we do deal with large public aquariums all over the world and aquaculture and aquaponics, you know, and, and big giant systems. So we get that. And those will be here in the fall too, which is right around the corner here. Then to finish this something we do have in stock 
are the Pro 10 LEDs. Now, these come in fresh water. a marine version and a reef blue version. So there's three flavors. And within each flavor, there are six sizes, 10-inch, 18-inch, 24-inch, 36-inch, 48-inch, and 60 inches. Now that's the size of the, these are strip lamps. So they're, you know, long skinny lamps. That's the size, but they have extendable arms at either size. So that 60 inch one can actually expand out to 72. The, 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 uh, expandables are six inches or so on each size, except for the smaller one, it's like three inches. So, uh, or, four four inches so the 10 inch one can expand out to 18 inches and so forth um and so for the freshwater version they have a combination of leds that are uh white red and green so you're covering and you can go on to uh website or uh, we'll figure out where to put this hillary but we have the spectrum output for these. So you can see that we're picking LEDs that are right where you need, not only for the chlorophyll for the aquatic plants, but also for the, for our eyes, for the white light. And they're two channeled. So you can have uh, one channel on or a second channel on, or you can have both channel on, both channels on. So there. And all these are what's called IP67. Do not try this at home, please. But IP67 is an international standard about water tightness. So if you were to unfortunately knock these into the water, they're sealed and they won't leak. They won't get humidity. You can you know, unplug it. Just let's be safe here. Practice safe uh, aquarium techniques. Um, but your light is not going to be ruined if it were to fall into your tank. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> We've all done it. <laughs> and well, and this this is my favorite feature about these lights. Obviously, I'm a little bit biased. I have them on my tank at home, but one of the reasons I love them, and I've said this before, is that I've got a cowfish that spits water, and I just posted a video um, this week, and it's like you can see the water all over the light, and you can see the cowfish just. Target. Spitting water. You yep. sure it's not an anglerfish? It's a cowfish <laughs> that wants to be an anglerfish. <laughs> but the, these these are very nice. Um, there's there'll be a controller with so with Bluetooth capability so that you can set patterns and and dim it and lightnings all that kind of fun stuff. And they come with these um, fittings where you can retrofit. Say you have you know t5 or t8 lighting in a hood or you've set it up some you know how you can get these fittings whether well, they come with each light and they clip on to the extendable arms and then go right inside the t5 or the t8 um socket so they're not powered by that i mean they have their own individual uh power supply but they fit right in there so you don't have to re-engineer your lighting system. So, Oh, that's so, really nice. Yeah. I, I want to take a step back. So you were talking about the different um, graphs that we have. Yeah. 
Um, I can post those on social media, but if you actually see these lights in the store, these are actually on the packages as well. That's one of the great things about the ASF line and the reptile systems line. If you get any of those lights, it has so much information on the packaging to make it easy for you to make informed decisions. It's it's just phenomenal. Yep. And we'll have, um, well, we have videos and we'll have more videos to explain this. So the freshwater, it, it um, emulates the natural sunlight for the marine what you have is a combination of white, uh, red, and again, green LEDs, but we're focusing a lot in that um, 420, 60 nanometers. And then because, you know, you, you want the, our eyes want white light. We just think that's what it should be. Um, the corals, they want blue. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. But with the marine, you've got a nice mixture of um, light in there so that your corals can grow and the tank still looks the color that we want for presentation and with all the benefits of the fresh water. And then with the reef blue, this is basically almost all blue lights. And what you have in here is we have, and well, I'm not giving the numbers because obviously if it's a 60 inch light, there's going to be a lot more LEDs than if it's the 18 or a 10. So it's a combination of LEDs in, that are at 420 nanometers because LEDs put out a very, each LED puts out a spectrum, a nanometer spectrum, you know, a wavelength, and you can't vary that. That's, you know, it's, you have to, if you want another wavelength, you got to have another LED. So there's a combination of 420 nanometer LEDs, 400 nanometer LEDs, and 460 nanometer LEDs. It's, it's almost all those. I would say, um, what's the ratio here? Can I do this? 15, 36 out of 39 on the small one because there's then a couple that are at 680 and 700 nanometers so it's basically uh, the reef blue is blue with a little bit of you know maybe red in there and that's because blue is the wavelength and these 420 you know 400 to 2400 460 nano or wavelength that is the wavelength that penetrates the deepest through water. That's why when you're out scuba diving, snorkeling, as you go down, everything's kind of blue. And why do and that's what corals are adapted to. That's the wavelength that they get the energy from, you know, to, to the the algae that are symbiotic with the corals to to grow. So, and that was the secret way back you know, in the late eighties, nineties was to growing corals was figuring out that, you know, we had to give that blue wavelength to them. It seems pretty easy right now, but you had to find lights for that too. Um, but anyways, so you can put a combination of the reef blue and the Marine on your tank to have a real nice effect or, you know, depending on what you're trying to accomplish and grow corals and things like that. But we have all the spectrum charts. They're very affordable and they're pretty, 
they're cool. They run really cool, you know, because they're LEDs. Uh, water resistant. I don't want to say waterproof. We do not recommend at all that you run them underwater. But um, those actually are available now. So you can get those at our website. Um, and we have sold them into distributors and stores. So look for them. Yeah, we have one other line of products that has been out. Um, you can get these that's in the ASF family, and that's the test kits. I know we've talked about those before, oh, but I just want yeah. I just like want to mention those. Yep. We do have test kits uh, made in Europe and uh, you know test kits for the standard pH, ammonia, nitrite, nitrate, phosphate, calcium, magnesium. Uh, then total hardness and alkalinity. So wide variety of kits. Uh, usually instead of getting one vial of, you know, the, the reagent, you're going to get multiple vials that way. Again, you don't have to open up one vial. And then if it gets polluted or contaminated or something, it's ruined. So, and, yep. and those are in stock now, very uh, precise, easy to use. Easy to um, read. Yeah, easy to read. That's the main thing worked on is making the color change noticeable. So it's, you know, is that green? Is it yellow? What size is that? No, easy to read. Yep. Um, and I will say, I, I feel like a lot of what we've talked about is geared. It sounds like it's geared towards saltwater and marine aquariums. But this is a lot of the stuff is for both freshwater and saltwater, like these test kits. Um you know, I'm sitting here looking at some of the packaging and you can tell on the packaging, if you look at it, um, I believe it's in the like upper right-hand corner. It'll tell you if it's for freshwater or saltwater. If you want to, if you have both tanks, you can use or both. It for both. Right. There's a little circle icon and it'll have a, a blue um, fish. It's, in, you know, in the, the fish is in a, um, it might be a, that's, it's a stylistic yeah. fish. Yeah. Um, and the blue is for, uh, oh no, no, I'm wrong. The blue seahorse. That's easy to see. The, the, the blue seahorse is salt water. Sorry. And then, uh, the purple is, uh, fresh water and it's just a stylized fish, but it has a little icon there and it says fresh water, salt water too. So. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in the pumps, obviously, freshwater and salt and saltwater marine. Um, you know, people generally for additives you, you don't generally need, but you do for alkalinity. If you've, you know, because uh, um, we had some people you were seeing maybe the emails and they were wondering why their, you know, alkalinity was being consumed and what they could do about it in a freshwater tank. But if you live now up where you are, Hillary, or in Florida or some other places that have soft water with low alkalinity, when you're cycling your tank and just the natural nitrification process, your alkalinity is being consumed, then your pH drops. And that's what you need to counteract by adding some of these pH adjusters and the calcium and stuff like that. So a lot of this stuff can cross over from freshwater to reef and back and forth. It's not just... Uh, uh, salt water. Nope, not at all. No. 
Okay, I think we covered all the new stuff. Uh, there's videos. We are going to be this weekend at Magna. And then in a couple of weeks, Reefapalooza. And Aquashilla too? Every place. All the places. All the places. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now we like seeing people. Uh, so please come out. Uh, yep. I will be, I will not be at all. I don't want to say where I'm going to be. I can't remember. I'm going to be at Magna. <laughs> For sure, I'm going you'll to be, be at Magna. I'm going to be at Reva Palooza in Texas. Aquashella is something else is going on that weekend. So I don't think I'll be at Aquashella. I think that's in Chicago. Yeah. Reva Palooza and Aquashella are the same weekend. That's the reason I'm not. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, uh, I can't be at both. We can do a hologram <laughs> of me. That would scare everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Okay, everybody. But and if you uh, if you have any questions about any of these products, as always, send us a message on social media. Send us an email at info at Dr. Tim's Aquatics. We are more than happy to send you direct links for stuff or give you more detailed information if that's what you're looking for. And we are driving our webmaster crazy because we're telling her she has to get all this stuff up yesterday, but we just gave it to her. So she's good, but she can't work magic, but it'll be up there. All the new stuff and the, and the information, because there's a lot of information and things like that. So we are working to get all that up for you. Hillary did, like I said, she's got some things on Instagram and also about our sister brand reptile systems with Dale and his English accent. So. Oh, yeah. If, and if you're a reptile person, I know some of you that listened to one of our previous podcasts said that you were. Go follow our page at my underscore reptile systems on Instagram. Tons of great content. Um, the original reptile systems also has tons of great content as well. So, yeah. So, all right, everyone. Thanks very much for listening. And please come out and see us at one of the shows. So, this has been Dr. Tim and Hillary and the Dr. Tim's Aquatics Podcast. Till next time.